Are there misconceptions that people have about a restaurant like this or ones you I both? think I think a lot of people that get into it is they want to have that celebrity chef life. Really? Yeah. So they get into it and they they're thinking, hey, I want to be this like a uh, celebrity chef, right? That's going to make a lot of yeah. a lot of money and a lot of cash. But that's not the truth because it's all margins. What do you think makes it a working relationship as a partner in the business? You know, it's right. somebody who's there with you. What makes it tick? What makes it work? We just want to both see the business grow. And we we love people. We love pe the people that we work with. And I think that's another big thing is, you know, we, we're caring about the people that are working with us because you can't make anything work without other people, you know, and that's the important thing. You got to take care of them like you're taking care or like like they're taking care of you. Bottom floor is sushi. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Love it. Very, very hot. It's a great place. Right. But then the second floor, you've got some Airbnbs, right? Yeah, yeah. We have two rooms up there. So you go second floor Airbnbs, and I've, I know you've been packed out. You yeah. told me, I mean, you've yeah, always got people staying. Good, pretty good. Awesome concept because yeah. you're adapting, which I love. Yeah. Third floor, what's going on up there? All right, and just like that, we are here with Mr. Jeffrey Curtis, all right, the Twisted Chopstick here in DeLand, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. Man, I appreciate you taking yeah, the time, brother. Thank Thanks you, a lot. Thanks. So we are, we're on a kick right now, man, to try to highlight small businesses, man. Yeah. And I think this is a great one right here. It is. I've personally eaten at your restaurant, and you got great sushi. But for those who are not familiar with the Twisted Chopstick, brother, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so we do uh, sushi. We do some ramen. We have all kinds of different appetizers. My mom actually makes the broth uh, herself from scratch, and she spends about 16 hours on the broth. I do um, the sushi I've been doing about for uh, 14 years straight. Yeah. And uh, we just started the restaurant about five years ago, downtown Deland. We love this city, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty good so far. That's awesome, man. So downtown Deland, I think when people, perhaps in Central Florida, think of good sushi, I'm not sure Deland is it's the first Deland. place yeah. that comes to mind, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why we're a little bit different because we actually take some of the best ingredients that you can get and we put it all together here. It's kind of an eclectic spot. And uh, yeah, we're, I mean, we started in 2017, a small little hole in the wall. And uh, like I said, it was me and my mom. Our first day I had maybe $35 in the bank account. And then we had a line out the door because everyone's like, hey, there's a good sushi bar in town coming. And uh, yeah, it's just been pretty good. Now, how long ago was that, that first day? Um, it's 2017, about five years. So you've been at this location right here for no, five not, years? Tell no. us about the history. Yeah, the, the location we were at was actually right down the road. It was a little hole in the wall, 900 square feet. Um, it was only a takeout restaurant at that point because they wouldn't let us uh, actually have a sit down. It was such a tiny space. And it was actually me, me it was just me and my mom doing okay. it together. Um, so she was doing the prep work. I was doing the sushi and, uh, yeah, that was pretty much where we started. When did you move to this particular location? Uh, this was about in January of this year. Cause we were at a different location down the street. We've moved about three times now just because of different situations. Mm -hmm. Um, the last situation we had a, a beer and wine license, but it didn't work out with the landlord. He actually took it from us. Oh shoot. And so we had to decide, hey, are we wanting to stay here or do we need to move? And we decided to move. So let me let me talk to you a little bit about something because you mentioned a minute ago, you start this thing with $35 yeah. in your pocket. I put all my life savings into it. You're, you're doing this thing where 35 bucks, obviously you have things with 
um, let's say COVID. Yeah. And then you've got the stuff of losing the, the license and everything that happens oh, with yeah. that. So my question for you would be, all these setbacks and stuff, what, what keeps you going, man? What keeps you motivated to make this happen? You have to have adaptability. That's, I think that's the key word here is uh, you need to know when to cut back, when to make changes, when to make the right moves. And I think I've done most of that for the, you know, for the better of the company. Where does that come from then? I mean, because we have a lot of small business owners who watch this channel. And is it something that's always been a part of who you are? Um, is it, yeah. or is it something you learned through mistakes? Tell us a little bit about that process um, that goes yeah, into it. Man. There's mistakes, you know, but I think it's just, uh, I think it's uh, like, you just have to have that motivation. You have to wake up and eat, sleep, breathe this, or else it's not gonna work out. You have to live that life. You have to have that lifestyle. When it comes to lifestyle, Jeffrey Curtis, if you told me there's a Jeffrey Curtis who makes great sushi, not sure that's the name I would go to attach right. to. <laughs> yeah, right. So when you talk about lifestyle, yeah. how does Jeffrey Curtis get involved, and in, in your mother as well, yeah. with the sushi world, man, for so many years? Well, I'm in love with food. I'm in love with art. So sushi is art, essentially. Um, when you put those two together, like you can create so many different things with it. And that's basically what it is. You have to wake up in the morning. You have to already know what your day is going to be like. I mean, I have anxiety when I wake up because I'm coming to work all the time and, hey, I got to be here until 10, or 10 p.m. at night. Yeah. So, yeah, I wake up thinking about it and I go to sleep thinking about it. Talk to me about the average day. So let's just say I've got a lot of blue collar workers who watch my channel. I know what they do, man. Yeah. Their average day. You wake up early, you go to bed. This is your this is your this is everything. It's yeah. your baby. It's like a, it's like a son or a daughter. Right. Yeah. You spend your time on it. What's an average day look like for Jeffrey as you get into your day? Are you are you looking at menus? Are you ordering supplies? Are you how are you? It how does your, that. Yeah, how does your normal day shape up as you, right. as you look at it? Talk to me plus, about it. Plus, you're making the food like I have to make the food as well. But what I like to tell people is like in the restaurant industry, you're the person making the food. Like if they're the owner, um, they're probably only doing maybe 40 percent of that of that business because there's taxes you got to be involved with your employees. You have to know like their payroll, you have to order inventory, mm -hmm. um, keeping up with everything. So, and then on top of that, you're making the food. So with that in mind though, what is the misconception in your opinion that people have of the restaurant industry? Because I, you know, I know they think long hours, you know, you're yeah. doing it all the time, but when somebody thinks about what you're doing here, moving from different locations, are there misconceptions that people have about a restaurant like this or ones you I think I think a lot of people that get into it is they want to have that celebrity chef life. Really? Yeah. So they get into it and they, they're thinking, hey, I want to be this like a uh, celebrity chef, right? That's going to make a lot of yeah. a lot of money and a lot of cash. But that's not the truth because it's all margins. You're oh. working on small margins, especially with the, like the coronavirus that that oh, affected gosh. the industry so much because, you know, um, we're talking Something that was 40 bucks a year ago is like 80 bucks now. Right. You know? And uh, yeah, we're working off margins. So when you say something's become more expensive post-corona, has it become more expensive now to oh, run a restaurant? Oh, yeah. And what are you seeing the trends right now as far as pricing is concerned? How, well, are you, how much of a battle is it, my yeah. question, to keep prices affordable for the average consumer? Yeah, that's the hard part is that's why I'm saying adaptability. adaptability. You have to know like, hey, Am I going to have this one item go up just a couple dollars or am I having to sacrifice that amount, you know, because that's all food product going into that one item. And sometimes you're going to lose 
on that item just to have the other items go up. I had your special here the other night. I can't remember what it was. It was the first night you had it. And Wagyu it was, beef oh, with lobster. Oh, yeah, not bad. Perfectly done, bro. Yeah. Very, very well done. Yeah. Um, so I think that a lot of people, you're right, don't realize the kind of time that you're putting into, okay, these are my pricing on this particular item. Yeah. My pricing over here. I'm going to move people in the direction right here, knowing I might take a loss exactly. on That's this right you here. You've got to be thinking about yeah. that. Is what, what is my audience? Yeah. What is my customer base going to be? What are they yeah. going to order? Yeah, because if, if you uh, actually did it by the price gate, like say if you're trying to work on a 30% um, markup, um, you can't do that because some of these items that you're selling are going to be like 30 bucks, 40 bucks. You just can't have that because people will not come just because you're doing something like that. So yeah, it's a struggle. I think everyone's feeling it. I agree with you. You know, I think about it like I relate to some like, you know, my blue collar workers and contractors that we work with. You know, you've got to have that ability to build that product on your menu. You know what I mean? It's got to be there for yeah. people. Now, if you take that away, your menu is going to become small. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You've got to have it on there, even though you know you may not be making the profit margin on it. Right. It's got to be there for your customer yeah. so that you have the opportunity to exactly. make your profits over here. Right. I think that's that's very smart it's, of you, man. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a struggle. Everyone's feeling it. Um, I think a lot of mom and pop shops have uh, closed down because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I think the ones that are surviving are the ones that already have an established business or fast food restaurants. Yeah. And that's what I that's what I'm seeing. Well, tell me a little bit about some of this adaptability. I mean, the reason I want to harp on this is some of the things you're doing here. Um, you had my friend DJ playing some great live music the yep. other night. Are these the type of things that you have to adapt to bring in customers Right, down? so we have live music on Saturdays, so that's bringing in the crowd, right? For normally, Saturdays are a busy day, but I mean, if you have an outside crowd and it's, we, we're on the main road, so if people outside see that we're doing some live music, we're having a good time here, I think that's gonna draw more people. Love and it. what I say, adaptability is like, uh, we bought this building and we started doing Airbnbs upstairs, so now they can have a restaurant downstairs and how and stay the night if they drink a little too much sake, you know? <laughs> okay, now that now I wasn't gonna get into it, but since you brought it up, okay, you got you got this bottom floor sushi. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Love it. Very very hot it's a little great place. Right. But then the second floor you've got some Airbnbs, right? Yeah, yeah. We have two rooms up there. So you go second floor Airbnbs and i I know you've been packed out. You yeah. told me I mean you yeah, always got people pretty staying. Good, pretty good. Awesome concept because yeah. you're adapting, which I love. Yeah. Third floor, what's going on up there? Um, that's just storage. Storage. Yeah. So okay, just storage. storage. I might turn it into like a little, uh, you know, little home theater or something, but I'm not sure yet. Well, since you right live here storage, practically, you're yeah. doing that, right? Yeah, exactly. I like a little it. rest area. So we've got that is kind of, for lack of a better word, cheesy right here. Twisted a little bit. How yeah, you've done this, yeah, you know? Exactly. Where'd the name Twisted Chopstick come from? Um, so me and my buddy were hanging out one night, and this was back in 2016. And we had a couple drinks. Yeah. And there were, we were making sushi just for fun. And on the counter, I saw a pair of Twisted Chopsticks. And they, you know, you get a little blurry. And yeah, I okay. said, hey, man, Twisted Chopsticks, that's a great name. I and, that's what, and that's how we came up with it. I like it, man. Yeah. And when you, when you go to, how do I put it? You, I think there's something about you that I feel like you put a lot of care into this menu. It's kind of, it's kind of speaks to you or yeah, something, it's, right? It, it's uh, just different, you know, it's eclectic. I like doing something that somebody normally, like you have all these generic other places and we have different things on the menu that you normally would not see on a regular menu. Like Absolutely. the, you know, uh, let's see, the ahi nachos, that's something that's kind Very of Very true, absolutely. Um, we have the salmon guac, 
with the load the fried lotus root that's a big seller and just my mom puts a lot of love in her in her food as well and i think that's the you know that's the winning combo it's my me and my mom making food and i want to let's dive into that here as i know we're closing up here i know you but folks, right now we're yeah we're, we're, we're very close to the lunch break. Yeah, here. we're about to so get packed in here. <laughs> they're about to get packed, and I've got to I've got to finish it up here for them. But that's what I want to mention this last thing is I think it's so critical and important. If you're going to go into business with somebody, everyone, make sure it's somebody that you trust oh, immensely. Yeah, absolutely. There are, I've had business partners screw me over. I think anybody that's been in business long enough has had that. But one thing, Jeffrey, that I like about what you've done is you and your mom seem to have a special relationship. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Taking away the, the mother-son, what do you think makes it a working relationship as a partner in the business? You know, as right. somebody who's there with you, what makes it tick? What makes it work? We just want to both see the business grow. And we, we love people. We love pe the people that we work with. And I think that's another big thing is, you know, we, we're caring about the people that are working with us. Because you can't make anything work without other people, you know? And that's the important thing. You got to take care of them like you're taking care or like like they're taking care of you. And I think that's an important part. I agree with you. The only thing I would add to that, I think you might agree with me here, is when you go into business with somebody, what you want to do is you want to make sure that the the roles and responsibilities of that person are clear. Yes. You know, yeah. that one person understands, hey, I'm good at this. This is what yeah. I do. You're good at this. Yeah. The lines are clear and right. drawn, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I, I believe that too. So, 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 cause sometimes me and my mom get in a little feud, you know, <laughs> like it is. But at the end of the day, we, we know what our goal is, but we do get in feuds. <laughs> of course, I, I think you're right there. Know the end goal. Yeah. You know, which is you want a happy customer. Yep. I don't want to put words. What is the end goal, man? Let's say this is a good way to end it. Somebody walks in here, Jeffrey, and they're like, hey, listen, I'm going to try this twisted chopstick. Yeah. All right. What do you what are the people here? What An do you experience. want to experience? What's that the, mean to you? What, like uh, a food experience. You know, I want people to come in here and have a good time, first of all and enjoy the food and know that we're bringing something else to the table that not a lot of other people can say and that's and that's been my goal tell i would love to see it grow tell everybody when they need to come see you here in deland where you're at yep. so we can put it out there for our locals yeah out there. so we're at 412 south boulevard deland florida um we're open monday through saturday love it man this is an incredible place everybody located right here on one of the main stretches of the land very close to the downtown area. Um, frankly, I've eaten here. It is extremely good. They do put love and care. The, the, your, your, your staff, very hospitable, good people. They actually give a crap. And I'm you're not going to be one of these restaurants where you walk in and you feel like you're a number. The place just looks like you're at home. I mean, look at it. We're on the front porch right now. Come give this place a try. Tell them Patrick Carr sent you over here. They'll take good care of you. And you're going to have some amazing sushi with Jeffrey Absolutely. and his team. Yep. Man, I appreciate the time, yes, buddy. Sir. Thank you. Great, man. Thank you so appreciate much. Appreciate it. Squeeze some sushi. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs>